Hello, it's July the 15th, and this is my first podcast in some time. The year has been very strange for most of us, if not all of us, and the COVID-19 situation has really affected uh, pretty much myself, the people that I connect with on a day-to-day basis, and really everyone around us. But I kind of wanted to talk about my country, or the country that I live in, which is Sweden. Sweden has had a very different uh, approach and in the last couple of months has really been the brunt of a lot of criticism from other countries about how Sweden reacted to the COVID-19 situation. Now, the country that I am from, the UK, they were on lockdown for, I don't like to use the term lockdown because lockdown for me is, is kind of like, you know, you're not allowed to go out at all. But In the UK, they basically, um, at the start of uh, April, beginning of March, began to impose uh, suggestions or restrictions. And those restrictions basically were that you could only go out for one hour a day. You weren't allowed to to kind of socialise with people. You could only socialise within your own home. And there was also some other restrictions on a lot of shops closed. So uh, food shops were open for obviously necessities. But clothing shops, gyms, uh, beauty salons, hairdressers, cinemas, all the kind of public amenities that we we use were were closed. So basically, uh, over the last couple of months, the UK has gradually started to lift those restrictions. Uh, You're now allowed to go out. Um, Still, social distancing is recommended for a metre. It was two metres. Uh, you can now visit family, you can actually go to the store as long as you wear a mask from the 27th of July. Yeah, gyms are open again, schools are starting to open, so things are slowly getting back to normal. Um, here in Sweden, there was no lockdown at all. The only thing that they did was close the elderly homes and uh, literally suggested a two-metre social distancing rule. Now, a lot of people obviously uh, took that on board. Uh, Sweden has definitely been a different country since since March. You only have to walk around uh, parts of the city centre here in Stockholm to find that shops are closed. Um, bars are pretty much empty. I mean, I've been reading the reports and they've been showing pictures of everyone sat outside drinking wine and beer and sitting you know next to each other in parks it hasn't been like that at all it's been very very different um i've definitely been lucky enough we can still go to a pub we can still go to a cinema we can still go to restaurants but most of them have been shut for a while now and there's been a lot of criticism because of this now statistically sweden has had a lot more uh deaths per capita uh than most uh, Sweden's neighbours, Norway and Denmark and Finland, all kind of closed borders and imposed sanctions at the same time as the UK. And definitely there's been a higher increase in deaths here in Sweden than there has in any other. But I don't think that any country got their uh, strategy correct for lockdown and exit. Because when I look at countries that have done a lot of uh, Im- imposing different rules and imposing different kind of recommendations i don't think any country has really got it correct america has seen a you know i mean that's the covid19 capital of the world i think they've registered last i read it was about 120,000 deaths it's it's been it's been huge maybe that number's incorrect i need to research that but um 
I don't think any country really had it right. Sweden really kept everything open for two reasons. One, they believed in this herd immunity. And two, um, they wanted to keep the, the small businesses open. So uh, a lot of small businesses have actually kind of survived the, the pandemic, whereas in the UK, a lot of small businesses have been forced to close. So I think that people over here weren't kind of going out and doing things stupidly. They were listening and taking on board the government's advice, but they weren't really flaunting the rules as badly as people perceived. And I personally think that none of us are scientists. We don't work for the World Health Organization. So there is definitely going to be a second wave of this. I think when I look at pictures around the world of all these demonstrations for, you know, Black Lives Matter and a load of other things like climate change, there are tens of 20,000 people literally stood shoulder to shoulder. And I'm just thinking you people have just come out of a, of a lockdown for a virus, which is, you know, infected over a million people. And you're just basically breaking those rules to, you know, to, to spread it more. And I really think that having an exit strategy should be forced slowly. It shouldn't be you know, everything's been closed now, everything's open again. I look at Spain, they're opening beaches, bars, hotels, restaurants. And you just got to think that, you know, coronavirus just doesn't disappear overnight. It's going to come back. And I actually think that, you know, I take on board that, you know, businesses need to survive and the governments don't have endless money trees where they can just bail out um, situations like this. But at the end of the day, you can't just click your fingers and say, yeah, everything's open again. I think Sweden had the right approach in some ways. I think that what they did was keeping things open, but leaving it up to the integrity and the intelligence of the people that live here instead of, you know, saying you can't do this and now you can do that or, you know, you can't go here. Now you can go here. It's, 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 it's really crazy when I look at how things are happening. You know, beaches are packed again and they have this thing in the UK called Super Saturday where basically the pubs were open and I was looking at some pictures of my old my old neighbourhood in, in Soho in, in London. And there were like, oh, I don't know, a thousand people just all stood next to each other drinking and saying, oh, we're allowed out again. You know, how many of those are going to then go to families and friends and relatives and spread the coronavirus? No one knows unless you've been tested if you have it or not. And suddenly having these mass public collections of people is not going to make life better. And Sweden definitely hasn't had that. Sweden's been very open. Everyone's been very cautious. Even though we've not had the same restrictions as others, it has been a very cautious approach here. And I do think that we're going to see a very different pattern in Sweden than the other countries that are suddenly opening things up. I don't know about herd immunity. I don't know if I actually believe in it or if it exists. Can the human race become, uh, what's the word? Um, can they be, you know, sustainable that they can actually uh, fight the antibodies of coronavirus off? Personally, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I do know that there's going to be a second wave. I, it's, it's inevitable. You know, people are traveling again and it's going to happen. And I think that if it doesn't happen, then it will be something of a, of a miracle. And of course, this is going to affect a lot of things. Uh, usually this time of the year, I'm in the UK and Spain for holiday. Uh, this year, I'm obviously not there. Um, everyone is now talking about, you know, things opening up again and going 
traveling in October, November. But I personally think that after the summer, we're start we're going to start to see it rise again, and that again is going to enforce more restrictions. So really, the governments that are actually coming out of lockdown, Spain, UK, USA, Italy, France, Germany, the other Scandinavian countries, I want to know what their plans are, because you need to have a plan of a, of a second phase for this. You can't just open things up and expect everything to be all okay. If there is another lockdown, how are the governments going to be prepared for this? Sweden obviously hasn't imposed any restrictions. They've just literally had, you're not allowed to visit elderly people. Airports have been open. Trains have been open, buses have been open, everything's been pretty much open. But I want to see how Sweden's reaction to a possible second wave is going to be different from the other countries that have obviously come out of lockdown. So it's a very weird time. Um, just a quick podcast to kind of give my thoughts on COVID-19. And I really hope that these these groups, these demonstrators, these big public collections of, of people are not going to be something that's going to trigger off a second wave. I think that everyone has the right to protest about many things happening in the world right now, especially with uh, with everything going on in the USA. And there's also protests going on about, you know, many, many things in the world. And everyone has the right to protest. But I think that there needs to be some kind of, uh, you know, a better way of doing it because, coming out of a lockdown and then suddenly having mass crowds of people is only going to trigger a second wave. And I think that it's not going to be beneficial to anyone. So those are my thoughts on COVID-19. Um, I hope you don't think that everyone in Sweden is is partying or not. Uh, I feel like I've been stuck in uh, stuck in my apartment for the last six months and I pretty much have. I've not been out much, uh, to be honest with you. The odd occasion to go and watch football or to go to a little walk in the park um, it's been very boring and, you know, the weather here is not so good either, but it's one of those things where we have to just uh, take it, uh, take it as we see it. I hope everyone's safe. I hope everyone's getting on and everyone's all okay. And um, I'll be doing more podcasts soon. Thanks for listening.